Back in bold, the series finale. It's been a long journey with Metaverse Hospitality. Tommy, you should have sponsored my team here in Europe. You know, we won the championship. Congratulations. I appreciate it, but it was amazing because the biggest YouTuber in Poland live streamed the event. And just imagine if we had the Metaverse 8 on our helmet, I think it would have been really cool. That would have been sweet. That would have been cool. Next year, you're going to run it back, right? I don't know where I'll be, but next year when Metaverse is pumping and you, you got to be on my helmet, I need it. I need those, the support, yeah. but <clears throat> that's when it'll make I, sense. I'm a guest right now. I'm not a resident yet. I'm trying to be a resident, but tell me about this pre-launch, this launch, everything that's been going on. I want to talk about uh, the struggles of creating a business in the Metaverse. Obviously, during this time, it's been crazy with crypto and NFTs, but I want to know, we haven't really spoke really for since the last time we recorded, what's all happened since the launch and, and where is the future headed? So talk to me. Yeah, for sure. So a lot has happened since uh, the launch. Uh, you know, the week before was NFT NYC. Had an awesome preparation before our launch. Um, was ready to go. And we kind of knew nfts and the crypto scene was hitting that bear market as a whole as we we're moving into launch but we still wanted to make it happen we were prepared you know we've been working on this for over a, a year pretty much and, and ready to launch and even with the downturn in market we, we launched and you know for these circumstances you know we we're happy with the results we definitely thought it would uh take a little bit uh less time to you know sell out and make our resident program popular. We did only have one resident at the moment that sold. Um, so you can still go mint our NFTs. Uh, they're still available. Uh, it was just a tough time. You know, we actually had 4,000 people sign up after deleting all the bots. Um, so we thought traction was really, really good. And it was just a tough time to launch in this market. Um, you know, it doesn't change our plans for the future. We're still moving forward. We're gonna keep the mint open for now. Uh, maybe we close it and have another grand opening down the road once this bull market comes again. Um, but for now, we're moving forward. We're going to continue with our plans. As we've talked about, our resident program will launch next month still. Our staking program will launch next month still. You know, there's still going to be opportunities for our holders to uh, enjoy this utility. Um, some things we may delay because of this market are the hotel's grand opening. You know, we do have the three hotels completely finished in uh, two different metaverses, um, but there's not much traction in those metaverse right now. Uh, one of them, NFT Worlds, actually just got banned from by Minecraft, you know, so we have to pivot already. You know, th so there's delays and there's pivots just like any real real world business. But, um, you know, the ones that survive are the ones that find legitimate ways to pivot and be successful within those pivots. And that's kind of where we're at right now, making sure we provide those value back to our holders that we've promised. Um, but we also obviously need more residents. We need to have um, our NFTs sell out. We need to have that traction once we open the uh, hotels in the metaverse so so people enjoy these experiences. So, so lots of ways to move forward. That's the key. I think any projects, especially relating to the NFT or the, the metaverse at this time, through all the crap that's been happening, if they can weather the storm, they will be the ones that come out on top. So that's why I'm happy that you're still uh, metal to the pedal and you're going forward. And I think uh, when the, 
the weather clears up, the people that didn't quit and throw in all their chips and say, I'm done with this bullshit, they're going to be out on top. So keep it rolling. Exactly, man. And there, there has been so many people that have just left the space, you know, money is a driving factor in life, period. You know, the money's not there right now. So people have left. It is what it is. You know, it was expected from a lot of us, you know, we did see it coming. Maybe not this hard. Maybe it'll get a little worse. Now we're in an official technically recession in the US right now. So, you know, it's just tough, tough market all around. But like you said, if you're still in the space, still showing that value to your community and and moving forward, pivoting in the right direction as this, you know, new world really evolves, then you're going to be just fine. Exactly. I think uh, the belief, now you get to see who really believes in in this, this new age of the internet and the web three and whatnot. And you're going to see these kind of people step up and, and take over. But tell me, where is Metaverse Hospitality at with the money, with the funding? Everything is going to go smooth sailing. Is there any you know, back behind the wall, this is the last shot, or are things going to be fine throughout this uh, dead period? I mean, we're ready to to take on the dead period, you know, without the the NFT sales coming in. Um, we obviously want revenue, you know, so we're working on ways to create that revenue, you know, while NFTs may be quiet. You know, we have the consulting side, of course, that goes back into my background of strictly consulting with hotels, um, you know, all over the world, but our focus right now is going to be Tampa. You know, we're going to be starting doing events in temp Tampa. Uh, there's new hotels and restaurants popping up all over Tampa. Um, you know, we need to pivot and get that revenue coming in. And as traction evolves, as we move into the bull market, those NFTs will will sell and sell and sell. So yeah, it's something that you know we're prepared for. Obviously, it sucks we can't go all out like we wanted to without that NFT. Um, money that we're going to put right back, you know, into our community, into our holders. Um, but at the same time, we do have 11 plots of land already in the wallet ready to be built on. Uh, you know, we're ready to to build with the community. Uh, I think the focus right now is building up that community, you know, getting those people that truly believe in Web3 and the evolution of hospitality within Web3 um, to be a part of our community. Um, and from there, there's going to be so many opportunities within the other side, which is the Board Ape Yacht Club metaverse um, and a few different other metaverses. We have land that we just haven't built on yet. You know, we want to build up the community a little more and and then go all in. Tell me this, Tommy. The percentage of people in your space, the Web3, the NFT, the Board Ape Yacht Club, what percentage have just left the scene? I mean, it's tough to put a true number on it, but it's over 50% for sure. I mean, it's probably over 75%, to be honest. Um, everybody from influencers to projects as a whole, um, you know, to collectors, they they don't see the money anymore and they're out. You know, that's, you know, that, like you said, shows people's true colors and that they truly see potential in the space um, or they're just here for the money. So Right now, the people that are still involved are the people you want to connect with, the people you want to build with, you know? So that's where we're at right now is, you know, even this last Wednesday, we had a, an event in Tampa where uh, the Web3 community showed up. We connected and, and we're, you know, ready to build with each other. So uh, I, I've touched on that in a, a few podcasts that it does matter to have those real life connections. And you really need to find uh, those people within Web3 um, that see your vision uh, in real life as well. You know, just talking over Twitter DMs is 
is way different than meeting in person and, and seeing people's visions, you know, face to face, really. Yeah, I'll tell you what, when you told me to buy a board ape yacht when it was about four thousand dollars, I saw your your energy determination for not just the board ape yacht club, but for the future of this space and whatnot. I thought you were crazy at the start, you know, and now it's coming to the point again where people are thinking you're crazy again. But this time I'm betting all in because like you said back then, you know, I could have made a shit ton of money if I listened to you. But hey, let's get into this journey because we're going to wrap up this series. You know, it's been shit, 10, 11 part series. I mean, it is crazy. Like you said, going back to those first episodes when Bored Apes were like literally under 5 ETH talking about how everyone should get on one. And you know what? Not one person listened that I told. So it is what it is. But we see where we're at now. I want to talk about this journey, though, of creating a metaverse business. Talk me through the the highs of it, the struggles of it, all the um, obstacles that lie in this new world, this new frontier, because you are a pioneer in this space right now. So tell me about this whole journey of creating a business in the metaverse. I mean, first, you got to educate yourself. That's the main thing is like you, you can't jump in the space and and not have a clue what you're doing. You know, so first I, I've been educating myself for way over a year now within the space and and people that say they've been in web three for for five ten years are liars you know it's, it hasn't been around that long really you, you can be in a tech scene for a long time and it, it does translate um but when it comes to nfts blockchain web three you know the community behind everything it's really the board ape timeline that made it explode um you know so uh, first off, the education, being upfront with that, it's not easy to to learn about this new world um, and to find the opportunities within it is tough on its own as well. Um, so it's it's technically a struggle from the start. And that's why it's such a, a tough space to enter right now. Um, and once it becomes um, a little bit easier to, you know, create a wallet and jump in to a, a certain metaverse that you align yourself with because, you know, it's something you enjoy versus you know, having the option of 10 metaverse that offer something different, you know, so education first education, you got to jump in there, there's a big step, big step uh, curve for founders for uh, projects for anybody in the space to be able to educate their uh, clients, you know, their community first, um, you know, and from there, it's building a business that's just as tough it is in the real world, you know, there was a definitely a time uh, maybe a year ago, right about this point where a bunch of shit projects were, were pumping, you know, and a lot of people were in the space, uh, just to flip those shit projects real quick. Um, and it's really not like that anymore. You know, the only ones that are surviving are the ones that are truly providing value and truly have those built up communities, uh, that are going to last. Um, so yeah, you have to put in the work to, hey, before to you, do- before you keep going, what, what projects are thriving in this market right now? I'm curious. Uh, I would say board apes, you know, are doing really, really well. Everyone has dropped a little bit compared to what it was before, obviously. Um, but there's a few ones that I, I, you can call them blue chips is what, you know, the term is that are, they have staying power. Um, so board ape yacht club and everything associated with Yuga labs has been doing pretty solid. Um, the mutants, the other side land, um, Moonbirds, which is a Kevin Rose project. He's been in the tech scene for a long time. i um, actually had a few failed companies within web two. Um, and he's succeeded really, really well within Web3 right now. Uh, that's actually the one I sold half my ApeCoin for. Uh, ended up being a pretty good move. But um, I, I do like Moonbirds as well. 
Uh, and then people like, you know, Nike, who bought Artifact. Artifact is still making moves. They just announced their first, like, um, I have to look into it more, but it's like a physical digital, digital forge. Um, so you get to forge items and receive items in real life. Um, and they have their own like pod metaverse system as well. Um, and then there are some metaverses that are pretty much staying at a certain floor. You know, Sandbox, even though it hasn't opened yet, still has maybe a, a two or three floor uh, for its lowest tier lands, you know, which is pretty good. That's still a good amount of money for a, a piece of land that might not be near anything. You know, my piece of land next to the Board Ape Yacht Club is obviously worth a lot more because location does matter in the metaverse. Um, but yeah, those projects that have legit teams, um, have legit community, they're still doing fine. You know, Gutter Cat Gang, it's been here since the beginning. They're doing really well still, um, have a solid floor. Um, what about, everyone people, always bashes them, but what about Gary V? How is he, is he still hyping up the, the metaverse and Web3? Is this stuff going good or not? Oh yeah, V Friends. I mean, that's that's a blue chip as well. He's released uh, his his second series. He had VCon already. Um, you know, I don't I don't know why Gary does get a lot of a lot of hate. You know, I was someone before truly getting to know the guy. Like, he's a little much, you know, but he's passed. Simply passionate about what he does, you know, and he he knows what he's talking about. He's done the education to where he can bring in the community and be successful with it. Um, he has a few different projects within Web three now, and, and creating like, I mean, he's he's going to run the space for a long, long time coming. Like he's. He's definitely a blue chip. He's got a few different collections, a few different price points, you know, makes the entry point for for anybody available there. Okay, before we get back into the journey of creating the business and everything you went through in the past, you know, year, six months, um, I'm really curious on your thoughts and what the community is thinking about when they say, okay, a recession happens, you know, people are more worried about gas in their car, food in their mouth. They're not worried about logging on to some other world, you know, metaverse, they, they, they want to make sure they survive in this world right now. So what are your opinions on that? If, you know, the global recession really does happen? I mean, obviously, I think we are in one right now. So is there is there a positive for the metaverse in a recession type environment? I mean, I can see it right now, like, oh, shit, I can't go bowling. I can't go watch a movie. movie it's too expensive. I'm going to go log on to metaverse and go talk to my friends on Discord. That's cheap. That's free. Right. So this is what I ask you about. OK, the recession is happening. Where does the metaverse play its role in it? I, I think there's definitely two sides to it. You know, like like the, when the pandemic hit uh, at first and that's kind of was the kickoff of this metaverse creation because everyone was online. Um, but like you said, people, when the recession hits, don't want to be spending their money on NFTs, you know, and don't want to involve their time in the space when they have to make money outside of work. Uh, outside of nfts to pay for their gas you know there's there's definitely struggles on both side of it um but when yeah when things get crazy expensive just to enjoy a bowling or a night out on town people yeah can enjoy themselves online a little bit more um but and at the same time you see like i said these like high these products that are doing really really well people are out of the space but they aren't putting those assets for sale because they still see the future down the line you know the the floor price, I guess, is what some people look at success. That doesn't define success of a project for sure. Um, but some of these big projects, floor price are staying put uh, because people are leaving the space to, to find, you know, work or to, to, you know, enjoy themselves outside of NFT worlds because 
it's not too busy right now, um, but they're not selling their stuff. They're not putting things for sale at, you know, crazy prices to exit because they, they still see the potential in the future. Uh, and once the mainstreams get in to the space and it'll just continue to rise for those projects that are putting in the work. I saw something a couple of weeks ago. I don't know if I messaged you about it. And obviously I was kind of giggling at it and it was kind of interesting though, because it related to 4chan culture, which I've had a lot of experience in the last 10 years is uh, this guy, this YouTuber Filion, his name was, he did a whole expose about how the board API club is influenced by the Nazis and everything they do is uh, Nazi ideology and whatnot. I think you, you saw that, right? The board API club responded to it. And this guy, this YouTuber is one of those guys that, He's just a fucking, he's a goofball. He'll attack anybody that's doing anything. He's like, he uh, relates to the common person that sits on their ass, doesn't do nothing and gets a lot of views, but their whole uh, video was on the board API club and all the um, Nazi stuff and whatnot. What'd you think about that? I looked into it a little bit um, and I, I've seen all the controversy with Ryder Ripson right now. And in all the, I mean, bullshit is how I look at it, to be honest. Like, if you want to pull out the board API club logo and compare it to some uh, Nazi logo from the past, it's bullshit. You know, it looks the same as like Starbucks logo. Are you going to call Starbucks racist as well? And like, you can find a uh, little nitpicking things with any company technically and tie it back to something else when it's, when it's that small. Um, you know, it, it's just something that happens when, people go big like that. People want to get attention to themselves and find any way to do it. And that, that's kind of how I see it. Uh, there's, there's nothing to it. You know, you guys actually suing um, Ryder and the people involved within all of that, you know, who knows if they'll win or not, but I think it proves a point that it, it's just bullshit. It's just people trying to get attention to themselves and there's no really true claims behind it. Just, uh, Get views. Yeah, get views. Exactly. I understand that too. But I, I found it really interesting. The people behind the Board API Club, they're influenced by 4chan because 4chan has influenced a lot of different things. People don't understand that. Pepe the meme, Trump, the election of Trump, like behind the scenes, 4chan has like gotten their fangs into uh, modern culture. And it's, you know, speaking of the metaverse and Web3 about how a little internet community can make such a big difference in the real world. You know, so that's what I was really fascinated with when I watched that video, not the whole Nazi thing, but about how the 4chan and these little sub uh, cultures on the Internet can make a huge impact on the world. Because, you know, like you saw with Board API Clubs, your shit went to $350,000 for, you know, the, the JPEG. Right. And you had Eminem and all these uh, celebrities that uh, own one and they went to parties together and it all kind of started from this internet little area, you know, and it just spread, which is pretty neat. Spread big time. Speaking of that, uh, Eminem and Snoop Dogg about to win a, a, music a video music award for uh, their new music video with the Bored Apes. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's pretty sick. They got a full out video of just their Bored Apes performing their new song together. Uh, that was actually what was released at the um, Ape Fest in New York City the last night. So it was pretty cool to see them That's on cool. stage releasing their new video and whatnot and uh and getting the the mainstream music videos out there with the board ape so you know still making moves every day like it's it's something that it's in a down market but at the same time like ape fest was an amazing time the other side had their first launch 
uh, a couple weekends ago now, and it was super, super successful for, for being a test run. Um, you know, there's so many things to look forward in this space with uh, a lot, a lot of bullshit going on behind the scenes. Totally. Okay. So, Hey, let's get back to that journey. So just take me through saying, okay, I'm going to go create a business in the metaverse. You know, like you said, it has just as many problems as in the real world with creating a business, but I would assume more because it's the wild, wild West. There's no like set business outline, business plan that you need to follow. Like it's literally like you're a pioneer back in the day going out West and saying, I'm going to go find gold. So Let's get back into this thing. You said you wanted to start a business. You said, hey, I've been in hotels. I'm going to create the first hotels in the metaverse. Take me through this whole process, the ups and downs, everything. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, lots of ups and downs from the beginning. I, I think the first one you you, you hit is, is building out your team, you know, finding ways to, to build out your company and find the right people to join it. Everyone from your, your devs to... Uh, um, you know, your social media managers, uh, you need to find people that are truly believe in the sp space, believe in your company, um, you know, which is, is tough to sell people when at the moment when when not many people are here involved, especially within hospitality, um, you know, so that that was a big part of the start, you know, finding the right team, finding the right people to build our hotels, um, finding the right people to, to put out the contracts of the NFTs, you know, first off, it's people you have to trust. You know, and it's people that have to know what they're doing. And both of those things are, are tough to find in this space. You know, a lot of people, first off, they might call themselves a dev, but they've just been studying YouTube videos for, you know, half a year. You know, so uh, at the same time, you can be a really, really advanced dev, but your max time you've been working in the space is probably a couple of years, you know, because it hasn't been a thing for that long. You know, so experience is tough to find and know what they're people know what they're doing. You know, you might find a great dev that doesn't have any past work you can look at, um, you know. So there's things like that when building a company that you really don't see in other industries, especially hospitality. You know, if I'm going to hire, um, you know, a beverage director in, at a hotel, he better have some experience within beverage before. But, um, you know, building the, the team out here, uh, they might not have that true experience within Web3. Um, but that you can find things that translate, uh, you know, and as long as they have the passion and as long as you can trust them, um, you can go from there. Uh, and from there, it's it's pretty much executing uh, a launch, you know, for for these NFT companies that are launching uh, their NFTs to kind of build out the financial side of the company. That's that's an important factor of it. But at the same time, you got to prepare like we were to, to not sell out at first. You know, a lot of companies don't sell out at first. The ones you hear about, obviously, um, are the ones that go crazy. And some may be pump and dumps and some may be long term. But you have to have a plan to maybe not sell out first. You know, that's why I wanted to have all of our hotels complete. Um, you know, we have the three hotels finished already because what if we don't sell out? Then we wouldn't have the money to build it. You know, so I want to make sure we had that done, the money ready to go first off. Um, so we can have value that we're going to give back to our holders now, um, no matter what money is coming in. Um, but at the same time, you have to prepare to, to keep pushing that marketing term to get people's interest in your NFTs. Um, you know, so there's so many different aspects to it, um, from the fundraising side to the building out the company, um, to offering value back to the community that really aren't a part of, um, a normal business operation. Uh, so you have to, what would you that. do different? Uh, looking back at the launch or what exactly? 
the whole process, the last year, what would you have done different to create metaverse hospitality? I'm, I'm not really one that likes to look back at it like that. You know, I'm, I'm happy with where we're at. I'm, I'm not going to say I'm going to have to do anything different because things play out how they should have. You know, may, maybe we did sell out the first day and, and shit hit the fan and we weren't ready for the sellouts. You know, maybe that could have been, you know, uh, a tough launch technically. Right now we have, like I said, one resident that we can build on um, and make sure we provide value back to our guests um, while we make sure we have this resident program perfect. And uh, it just happens to be a board eight buddy I know. So we can kind of test it with him uh, to make sure we have everything in place um, before we have, you know, 82 residents before we sell out. Um, you know, so yeah, I'm not one to look at how you could do it differently. It's, it's how you can pivot moving forward and, and how you can work things out moving forward that, uh, maybe didn't work out as well. Um, you know, marketing is something that, um, we probably could have done a little bit differently for sure. And we're going to pivot with that as well. Um, right now though, it's just, hard to get traction in this bear market. There's not much going on in this bear market. Um, you know, so, so marketing is definitely something we're going to hit, hit hard once the bull market comes about again, once people come into the space. Um, that, I think that's the biggest area. What, what happens, what happens to that bull market is two years from now. I will provide our value up until then, you know, yeah. it, it depends on the, the main aspect is opening the hotels in the metaverse. You know, I don't want that to be a disappointment. I don't want to open these hotels and there be nobody there. Um, I don't want to open these hotels and like there's games to play and there's one person playing the game or we have one conference every month. You know, I want to be ready to book out at least a few conferences every week, you know, at least a, a wedding every weekend um, and until we're in that mode, which may be a year or two from now, it might. You know, it, it's tough to stay with this fucking recession. Hitting. But I want I want everyone to know and I want myself to know that Tommy Farr is going to last till the next bull market for sure. Metaverse I'm hospitality. Here. OK, look at our wallet. I mean, you can you can see the future from there. Um, I mean, and you can look at my other wallets from there to see uh, how long I've been in the space, how I see the future. You know, and we've touched on that before. You know, the new social media, the new Instagram will be looking at people's wallets. You know, you can see uh, I, I do flip some, but I see the long term in, in holding on to valuable pieces that will be even more valuable or to myself or to our community in the long run. Um, you know, look at the Metaverse Hospitality Wallet and you see fucking nine different plots ready to be built on. Um, you see me jumping into the other side trips every time they offer it. You know, I'm still in the community every single day. You, well, know, you better be because I put you on my podcast 11, 12 times. So <laughs> exactly, exactly. I'm asking these questions. So the people that hear this, they keep having faith and not necessarily metaverse hospitality, but the guy that runs it, it's you. They got to have faith in you. And that's what oh, you've been sure. doing. You've been putting your face out there. You've been doing the podcast, the tweeting, the spaces. And that's the key. Someone that's going to lead them through all this horse shit. You know what I mean? Like that's like a, what a quarterback does the same thing. That's why I relate to you is that the big dog on top, they got to deal with all the crap and you got to keep pushing and keep going no matter how long it's going to take as long as you believe in it. Exactly. You know, and that, that is part of the struggle too, is people always, you know, giving you crap that makes you want to get out, you know, not see the future, but like you can't let that get to you. You know, it's, it's like they have a completely different mindset, which is okay. 
let them have that mindset, but it's, it's not mine. You know, I'm the leader of this company for a reason because I see what the future can be. I mean, and where we're going to be in that future. And, and I still show up to uh, events, you know, within the Web3 space on Twitter, to events within the Web3 space in real life. You know, I'm, I'm making sure uh, that I'm, I'm being involved in, in places I need to be involved, both for uh, the future of Metaverse Hospitality, but the future of Web3 as a whole. And that's what I want to get into next is the people you have partnered with, as in Culture City, how is that relationship going? How is uh, the people that are working for you right now? How are your your guests, your resident? Are they jumping ship? Are people holding tight? Or what is the relationships looking like with Metaverse Hospitality? I mean, solid, solid. We're, we're in a place at the bear market where, you know, I'm pleased with everything. Uh, we have still the same team members as we've had in the past. You know, everyone I've been up front with everyone has is part time, you know, and they, and they give me their all um, when I ask for their all, you know, and, and that's all I can ask for at the moment. We do need to ramp up hiring for, you know, things like opening of these hotels in the metaverse. You know, we do need a gaming director. Um, we do need a few more aspects of the company, uh, to truly, truly take off. Um, but at the same time, we're not going to do that in the spare market. I'm not going to be spending money to lose money. Um, and unfortunately that's where we're at right now. Um, the relationships with culture city are great, but at the same time, that is a, an aspect of our metaverse hotel. You know, this is a, a, literally a space in every single one of our metaverse hotels that will be offered, um, you know, as a sensory inclusive space. Uh, and, and that's finished, complete, ready to go. And we're going to add it to every other hotel moving forward. You know, a great relationship that's always going to be there no matter what. Um, from here, we need to build on our, our client relationships with hotels and restaurants. Um, we're going to be focusing in Tampa first and moving out from there to to all over you know i like i've mentioned it before that i started out you know earlier in this process of of reaching out to my hotel and restaurants um connects contacts however you want to put it friends and and they're just kind of in the space of needing education first like what the fuck are you doing like how does this make sense and and i'm here to explain it to them you know i'm here to help them know what to expect for the future but at the same time they're not ready to bring it to you know their operations uh, th that's where the small guys are at and the big guys uh marriott hilton you know they have their own operations in place where they have a team that's working on it daily you know they're just not talking about it daily this is what i want to talk about next is being like you said reaching out to your contacts and they're like are you crazy what the hell are you talking about same with your family and your friends that said you should have sold your board ape when it was $350,000. Um, same with creating a business in a, you know, a metaverse that's not necessarily real right now. I want to know what it's like being uh, putting your balls on the line the last year, trusting your gut, trusting your instincts, living bold. That's the main reason I want to do this series because I respect what you do, that you're not afraid to put all your chips on the line. Tell me about that, how you've dealt with this whole being the boss of a company in the metaverse, putting all this money into NFTs, talking to all these people that think you're crazy. Give me uh, the, the perspective, the mindset that you've had to weather the storm of uh, risking you know, a lot of almost everything on this. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you can't lie. I mean, I can't lie. Some days are tougher than not within the mindset perspective. 
of like, you know, my friends, my family, they believe in me, but they don't know what the fuck I'm doing. You know, they, they don't, they don't really see where I see the future, you know, but at the same time, uh, what does keep me going, what does keep me moving forward is involving myself with the people that do. Um, you know, like, like I said, this event in Tampa, we just had Wednesday night was all people that believe in the future, all people that are part of companies already um, that are working in this space. Um, jumping on Twitter and jumping in Discord are all people that truly believe in it and all, you know, have your back. You know, the, this Board Ape Yacht Club um, is, a, is a true uh, value to, the, to myself and my peers, my community, because they believe in you. They believe in everything you're doing and will support you. Um, you know, so sometimes it does suck not knowing that, you know, some friends and family don't give a shit. You know, they have no faith in the future of Web3, um, but they're going to let you do what you do and, you know, just maybe not say much about it. Sometimes say some things about it that might not sit so well. Um, but at the same time, everyone has a different mindset. No one really gives a shit what you're doing personally. So do you, you know, do, do whatever you truly believe in and what you are happy with, you know, I enjoy this space. I enjoy collecting myself. I enjoy building uh, a company uh, within this space that ties back to my passions, Web3 and hospitality. So it's nothing that I'm gonna bow down from. I know I'm gonna get shit here and there, but I don't care, you know, everyone's gonna see where this will be a year from now, two years from now, three years from now, and they'll be like, okay, I get it. I, I see where you're going now. You know, and gradually, even family, friends have have gradually shown more respect as as this year has progressed. Every visionary is crazy until it happens. And the one thing I have to say too is, even if you strike out, you lose everything, everything goes to shit. The stuff you learn from it, everything that you've gone through, what you've done in the past, you're going to be just fine. So it's better to go out guns blazing. To be a little bitch, sit on the sidelines, cry. So that's why you have my respect. I appreciate that a lot about you is that you're going to do it. You're going to live bold. That's the key. Live bold. This is hey, why this whole series. And that's how we first connected too, you know, and jumping, jumping over to Mexico. You just randomly went to Mexico and met me. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was bold. I like that. Okay. Hey, so let's get on the positive note here. So what can me as a guest, I hope to be a soon a, a resident. I want to buy one of these things. We need to talk. What can I, what can I expect as a guest and as a resident in the, the next couple of weeks, month, two months, like where's my benefits, my utility. So the, the next step is we're re revamping our website by the end of August. And with that revamp, we'll have a staking contract ready to go um, where you can stake your guest and your resident NFTs uh, for perks down the line. Uh, just a little hint, it's going to be a long time for guests to get resident perks, but we might throw in some perks for like, you know, say a year for a guest being staked, we might get some resident perks in there. Um, we're going to leave uh, the perks kind of open at the moment for exactly what, you know, your 30 day mark, your 60 day mark, your half a year mark, your year mark, you know, each stage of staking will have different types of rewards. Uh, you know, so that's something to look forward to right off the bat. Um, like, like I said, we're going to be holding off on the hotel grand openings in the metaverse. So a lot of this utility is going to be the real life side of um, hotel amenities. So we'll be giving gym memberships um, away uh, to guests as well. Uh, if we don't mint out the residents, you know, 
spa giveaways, weekend trips. You know, we have a few partnerships that we're still looking to to sign and get ready for um, big giveaways. You know, so so that's that's what's coming up next is the end of August. Get ready for staking. Get ready for giveaways. Uh, get ready for the the future of Metaverse Hospitality. Beautiful. So people can still mint right now. What is the the fees for this? What is um like I said, how do I how do I get a residency right now? I want to buy a residency. How do I get one? So you have to mint it and you get lucky. Uh, go on our website. It's 0 0.077 for both the guest and the resident and completely random. You know, so you could pull a resident next mint. It could be 50 mints from now that until the resident. It is very, very rare. It's like a little less than 1%, I believe, of residents to guests. Um, you know, but that's how you do it. You got a mint from our website right now until we sell out that mint and it's available on secondary. Um, the one residence we have, uh, uh, buddy has gotten through the mint. Um, he has, he's, he's not for sale, you know, so you have to mint it right now. Once more start getting out there, you'll see more in the secondary through OpenSea. Um, you can buy the guest NFT at OpenSea um, for a little bit of discount. It's under 0 0.077. Um, but you don't have the opportunity to get a resident at that point. Okay, Tommy, tell me from your perspective where you see NFT and crypto throughout this summer, kind of going into winter. Are things going to pick up a little again, or are we going to kind of have to wait on it? Or should we just invest all our shit right now and, you know, in three years we'll be a happy people? It's so tough to say, you know, I don't want to be that financial advice guy right now with, with how up and down it's been, you know, ETH hit like it was either almost 1700 yesterday or something like that when everybody thought it was going to go to 500 by the end of the week, you know, so who the fuck knows what's going on. It, it's so tough to say uh, where I'm headed is I, I have my products I trust in, you know, Yuga Labs first off. I'm hype about the other side. Uh, they had their first trip a couple of weeks ago, like I said, and, and are going to be doing these test runs with the community to build out their metaverse together. Um, it's going to be huge. It's going to be a big part of metaverse hospitality. Um, we're going to be trying to build as many hotels as possible. Um, if we can't build out hotels right away, we're still going to be building with our lands. Uh, you know, that there's another way to make revenue by, you know, building out resources. Uh, they haven't really released everything that's going to be going down within the other side, but there's going to be so many opportunities. And I think it's going to be similar to um, how Axie Infinity just had that crazy, crazy evolution um, kind of right before NFTs did. So I see I see that being the next what stage. What was that? Is that Apex Legends? What was that? Axie Infinity. It was um, that like play to earn game that, that actually got hacked like a few months ago. Um but people were like doing farms in, in different countries that took over their axes. Um, and they could, you know, pretty much pay people to earn them crypto and still make a profit. Uh, hmm. You know, so we see that happening within the other side to where there's going to be different aspects of there's going to be builders, there's going to be players, uh, there's going to be lots of different ways, you know, obviously, you have to own land to own these resources and be a builder and whatnot. Um, but at the same time, there's going to be different opportunities to earn that reoccurring revenue. It's the dog days of summer. 
when there's blood on the streets, you got to buy, you got to buy. So Tommy, it's been a hell of a series. I don't think we're going to be done just yet. We'll definitely keep updated and whatnot, but I think it's good that we had at the start of this whole movement, NFT, you know, web three, we have this whole series that kind of shared your journey and everything that happened. And I hope it motivated some people, helped some people learn from it. But uh, overall it was a hell of a time. And I think uh, it's just gotten started for metaverse hospitality and, and Mr. Tfar. Oh, exactly. I, I appreciate uh, the ride. It, it has been fun seeing everything play out from the beginning and, I mean, we'll do updates down the road. You know, this was just like a uh, a building from the beginning to launch type series, but we're going to update as we go. We're going to have lots to offer throughout the next year, throughout the next five years. Uh, and so is this Web3 space as a whole. Amazing. You guys know where to go. They got uh, Metaverse Hospitality on Twitter, the Instagram, all our past episodes. Um, make sure you mint. Go on the website. You know, it, that's, the, that's the problem, though. It's hard. Lots of people on message on Bold Perception like, oh, I want a free NFT. That'd be super cool. How do I do it? And I'm like, oh, shit. I mean, I don't have enough time to explain all the stuff that you explained to me. You, it took you like 30 minutes, an hour, a couple different Zooms to help me understand. And that was like a big hurdle for everyone to go get their free NFT, you know. So learn more, people. You got to do your research. But uh, invest in Mr. TFAR. Invest in uh, Metaverse Hospitality. I'm not a financial advisor, but, you know, I'm going to trust my instincts. And I think uh, it's just started for, for you and uh, your company, Tommy. I appreciate you, Nick. And uh, yeah, we're going to keep going. MetaverseHospitality.io if you want to mint. Uh, down the line, we are going to get credit card processing aligned with that. But at the moment, you do need um, a crypto wallet, MetaMask to connect, and then ETH in that wallet to mint. Awesome. Well, take care, Tommy, and everyone else. Live bold. Ciao. Thanks, Nick.